So first of all, congrats on the win. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Coach, first question for you. Brian Cole, he had a little bit of a struggle shooting yesterday in, in last night's game. Today it seemed like he was unstoppable. Was that – did you say anything to him after the game or did he just kind of, you know, just come out motivated on his own? Yeah, you know, I think a few things. Obviously, Brian is a very talented, heady, smart player. And it's really six guys, you know, getting used to playing together. We had two games or two days of training camp, which doesn't allow for a lot of time. And, uh, you know, I think these guys are starting to gel. They showed some really good spurts of it last night and certainly today, you know, throughout that 60 minutes. So proud of the entire team, that offense, and certainly Brian. Okay. And then uh, how important has the addition of Scott Corcoran been to your defense and to the transition game? Scott's been playing great. You know, he's been taking wings and, like you said, creating transition. Uh, Been doing a great job of transition defense, six-on-six defense. He's fitting in seamlessly into our system, you know, what John Kopaki runs. And uh, he, he's a great teammate and a great team leader. So great stuff from Scott for sure. Yeah. And then there's a big difference from being one and two to being two and one right now with the playoff ramifications. Did that add any motivation to today's game? You know, I think for the players, that they have such high expectations for themselves and they certainly, I know, have exceedingly expectations for this team. This has been a work in progress. We've been building to this point for several years. Um, so that's what we told the guys. You know, don't feel the pressure. You know, just go out there and play. We got a lot of talent. We got great guys. You know, go out there and play hard and compete and be disciplined. And that's why I told the team after the game, just super proud of the way they they played, and especially down the stretch, being down by four and, you know, going to some different guys maybe that we'd usually go to. I, I think our depth is there, uh, you know, to be a really good team throughout the rest of this. Thanks, Coach. And then, Kyle, next two are for you. Um, the big little two-man game from X, um, it seemed to happen a lot more today than it has the last couple of games. Was that part of the game plan, or is that happening a little bit more organically? Definitely more organically. I think that, like Coach said, we've got such a deep roster right now that a lot of those depth guys for us, especially today, really stepped up. And, I mean, that just plays into the style that they like to play. Mm -hmm. They do those things on their own. We don't have a whole lot of scripted offense. It's really just go out and play the game the the way that it's meant to be played. And luckily enough today, those guys executed kind of, like you said, that those picks down low and coming around the corner, we got a lot of great looks out of it. And, yeah, it was pretty, pretty organic. Perfect. And then in a regular year, like Coach had mentioned, you have a lot more time to prepare. Uh, what part of the game do you think has suffered the most with the shortened training camp? That's a really good question. Um, I, I don't know. It's tough to say because, like Coach said, like our expectations for each other are almost more than what even Coach puts on us. Mm-hmm. And so just trying to mesh through that. A lot of us have played together. Like, for example – Ryan Cole, Riley O'Connor, myself, Randy, we'd all played at the Hill Academy. We're almost, I think, all of us together. Randy might have been the outlier in that. Mm-hmm. So that's already four guys of that offense that have already, I mean, in high school played together. But that stuff still carries on. So I think that, that that's a phenomenal question because um, obviously it's really difficult to pinpoint that one with the shortened mm-hmm. season yeah. in the pandemic season. But um, 
I'd say that that's probably the toughest thing is just getting over those expectations that we put on ourselves and really just trying to play the game, like I said, the way that it's meant to be played. Okay. And then, Coach, kind of the same question for you. Do you feel that there's one part of the game that's been, you know, it takes a little bit more time to develop uh, given that you only had two days to, to kind of plan this out? Yeah, you know, I think everywhere all, all over the field, the, the first two games, you know, we, we weren't clearing near the percentage that we typically would. Um, but today I thought we cleared the ball excellent. And the more clears you see, you know, uh, prevail through the more chances we're going to have on, on offense. Um, you know, man up a little bit, you know, there, I think mm -hmm. that's still a little bit of a work in progress for us. Um, you know, and certainly that will be that much better uh, on our game on Thursday. So it's really every part of the game, I think. Um, but listen, you know, we have such great guys and talented players that we, we talk so much about culture in the Boston organization and with our teams and, Kyle's been with us for four years now, and he's just such a big part of that. So it's, it's when you bring in new players through trades and drafting players in a shortened season like this, it's having them understand the way we go about doing business, you know, on, on practices and game day. And I'm really fortunate that I have leaders like Kyle on this team to expenduate those core standards and that culture and, and and we're getting there with that stuff you know even in th mm -hmm. this short amount of time mm -hmm. and as far as game planning for an opponent this goes for both of you has it become a lot more of you know play our brand of lacrosse or and, and less of you know worrying about what the other person does or are you still able to get a decent game plan going for each opponent go ahead kj <laughs> yeah, I think that there's a fine line where you obviously you don't have a whole lot of time to prepare for that next opponent, especially unless you have an off day, but you're playing the next day. And in our situation, we finish a game almost at midnight and then we're back on the field again at four. So there's not a lot of time to scout, but thankfully our coaches have done a phenomenal job, obviously, of setting us up to make sure that we're successful and hitting on the key factors. And I think that's something that's been almost nice in this little situation is that you're not nobody's over analyzing things you have to get to the point you've got to understand what your key concepts are going to be and you've got to execute those and you don't get to have all that like I, I like to say collegiate coaching time where sometimes things are over complicated because there's just too much time on their hands um, yeah. so right yeah. now we, we get to fine-tune things but make sure that we're really specific in, in what the game plan is you feel like the short turnaround gives you the ability to build kind of a rhythm as opposed to having weeks in between each game? A little bit. I think that the off day almost maybe even threw us for a little bit of a loop there. Then we have the weather delay, but it, it's nice. It is nice to get into a routine. And I think that we, especially uh, we kind of, we have a lot of NLL players who are used to some back to backs here and there. And so, I mean, obviously we're doing our best to communicate with guys and making sure that in those off hours, they're doing everything that they can to optimize their recovery. Okay. And then last question, uh, and this goes to either of you, uh, how much has the, the substitution game, the transition game changed with having boxes on opposite sidelines? Coach, that's all you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we talked about it a, a bit as a team, but not a lot before we got down here. And again, in those one or two practices, we went through some things and we didn't see it being a big issue. 
we're getting guys on, we're getting guys off, you know, not many offsides, if any, for, for our team, uh, not too, too many men on the field at, at one time, right? We haven't had an 11th guy out there. Uh, in a lot of ways, we, we like it, you know, we're getting, mm -hmm. the strategy has had to change a little bit clearing wise and certainly riding wise. But I, I think across the board, it's, uh, it's been pretty seamless, to be honest with you. Perfect. Well, I appreciate both of your time. It's been great talking with both of you and, and good luck the rest of the way. Thanks awesome. so much. Thanks for having us. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today I also want to talk to you about our affiliate Parkside Cards. Parkside Cards is your go-to source for Major League Lacrosse trading cards. They have a variety of packs on their website, including a box set that comes with four tickets to an MLL game, and a Lyle Thompson signature pack that comes with a limited edition signed Lyle Thompson card. And the best part is we've teamed up with Parkside Cards to provide you with a special discount. Simply visit parksidecards.com and use the code PLT to save 20% on your order today.